in Florida belonging to the former president. I'll tell you, strange days we live in. Hey, welcome everyone. We're back. Yep, that's right. Welcome to the redesigned, new and improved Tank and Hatfield podcast on a Friday to end the week this time, August 12, 2002, from the Hamster in the Wheel Studios in Parts Unknown, in the bunker, deep in the bunker. He's Mark Hatfield, and I'm Frank the Tank Layman. How you doing, Mark? I'm good, Frank, but I, I think your intro there, I, th- I think you just dated us back 20 years. You said 2002, I think it's 2022. I'm sorry, 2022. It's been, a, <laughs> it's been a long day, Hatfield. Real long day. <laughs> it hasn't been. It hasn't been it, I mean, if you want to go back 20 years, I mean, I can do that. I was a much wilder person back then. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> I, I was a little wilder back 20 years ago than I am now. I'm moving a little slower these days. Hey, I, I, and I'm here. I'm here and ready to ready to go. I know it. Um, we're uh, we we got a jam packed show for you. We decided to. Uh, we've been talking about uh, redoing this show, you know, for a long time, and now we're together, um, and, and we're gonna do it. So uh, I think it's great. You think it's great. And let's see what the public thinks. I think they're uh, they really like the show. Um, today we're going to talk to uh, talk about uh, many things. We're going to talk about a little of the economy towards towards the end of the show about the inflation numbers, of course. That uh, everybody is, you know, everybody and their mother, you know. I mean, if you go to the grocery store now or go anywhere, gas is coming down, but still, you know the. Uh, you know, the numbers aren't aren't that good. We're going to talk about that later in the show. Um, we're going to have the... Uh, we're going to talk about the Build Back China Better Bill. Um, that was uh, passed over the weekend. Um, thank you to our uh, nice senators for staying the weekend and doing that. And uh, we're going to be... Uh, we're going to be talking, uh, you know, we're going to have some, at the end of the show, we're going to have the Zingers, a new segment where Mark and I ask each other a question that is kind of uh, off the wall. This is not, the questions aren't pre-screened, so I will have no idea what he's asking me. He will not. And of course, we will have the final thoughts, as we always do, on a Tank Hatfield podcast. Okay, but first, we want to talk, of course, about what you just heard, the FBI siege of Donald Trump. So, Mark, you called me, or you talked to me right after this happened, and you wanted to do the show right away, so the floor is yours, my friend. (laughs) Well, it's good to be back, and... uh... The, the intro there, my only response to that is, what a load of shit. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, I got so many directions, so many so many ways we could go uh, talking about talking about this raid, whether it's justified, whether it's not justified, you know, the, the reasoning behind it, the precedent, if there was any precedent for it, uh, any, anything like that. Uh, so right before we come on air, I just saw a story where they said now that, uh, they're, they're stating that they were afraid that they were classified nuclear documents. Yes. Is why they, Codes. is why they did that. So that, that, that's what I heard right before going on air. Well, then Trump just released a statement right after that saying pretty much in a sense, well, you know, that's a bunch of garbage too, because all the, all the documents were, uh, declassified. So. He said they wouldn't. Have, they didn't have to. They wouldn't have to seize nothing. They, he said if they wanted it, they could have come and got it at any time. So, uh, basically, what we're seeing here is a continuation uh, of the six-year campaign by the establishment to destroy Donald Trump. That I don't care if you support Trump. I don't care if you hate him or whatever. This is what it is. The establishment hates Donald Trump, and. They have done more 
The establishment has done more to harm this country than, than we can even imagine, even quantify. Because even if you think that Trump is the Antichrist, <laughs> your all-in effort to rid yourself of him is is ending this nation. Is any chance of any kind of civil discourse, any kind of coming together, any kind of compromise? Because you have singled out this one man as being the biggest threat to the United States. Well, you know, if if, if you noticed in the past, remember every Republican president, though, has been called, you know, Satan, you know, the Antichrist. You know, I mean, but I I wouldn't say every Republican president. I mean, even people on the right when Obama was president, they thought he was the Antichrist. You know, so, and again, I want, I want to, I want to make clear that I'm not on either side of the political aisle. I am independent. I, I call it like I see it. If it's, if it's garbage on one side, it's garbage on the, you know, I'll call it. If it's garbage on the other side, I'll call it that way too. Um, but just in comparison, Obama, if you want to bring up Obama, he took over 80 million pages of his administration records, promising to digitize them. That was his plan and Never the National did. Archives, all that, they, didn't want, <laughs> they didn't like they didn't like that at the time either they didn't like that they were outraged by it. they they just wanted yeah. to, they didn't want to lose that uh and then more than five years after his presidency ended the national archives webpage uh, they revealed that they had a total of zero pages that had been digitized yeah <laughs> so you know if you're if you're going to if you're going to criticize one if you're going to, if you're going to say okay well donald trump shouldn't have took any papers at all then you got to stand on the side. Well, Obama shouldn't have took any papers either. So you can't have it both ways. So, of course, they, they didn't raid. They didn't raid Obama's house in Hawaii, Illinois. You know, wherever you know, wherever he's living these days. They didn't. They didn't. Maybe they back. Didn't, they didn't do uh, that. You know what? Maybe they should have raided back home where we was born. You know, and well, see, I thought about I thought about that easy softball joke right there, but I really, I <laughs> because Hawaii because wasn't knew, where he was born. Because 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 I knew I knew you would jump <laughs> on me. <over there. laughs> well, 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 uh, hey, I want you but, to know. I, no, I know he was born in Hawaii. I was just joking. The bottom line of this whole FBI raid is mishandled classified documents doesn't seem like a uh, it, doesn't, it doesn't seem like raid material you know what I mean it, it's not like he, he did anything different than any other president before him did so why uh, did they do it just because he's Donald Trump yeah I mean the short answer is yes I mean we don't have to go very far to to, to see that the the left and in particular the far left is obsessed with everything Donald Trump. They are not satisfied with anything. Uh, and if, even if you saw the immediate reactions, like on Twitter or any social media, after the when the raid started, they were on there laughing, clapping, hollering. They wanted. They were talking about putting him in handcuffs. Yeah, but then uh, they. I mean, they were just, they were overjoyed with it. And but, it's it's but, not enough. And and but then but and, but Mark on the other side, the Trump supporters are like, oh, I can't believe they did this uh, right away when they don't even know what they're going in. You know, I mean, and, so it's and, basically. And I agree with you. I, I thought it was. I thought it was. I thought it was pretty careless for a lot of Republicans to come out and say and automatically defend Trump before anything. The first thing they realized because. Because you put yourself you put yourself in a dangerous position doing that. Yeah, because Trump, um, uh, the first thing Trump supporters said, I mean, the average person on the street, first thing they bring up, well, how come Biden's son hasn't been, uh, you know, that's the first thing. Right. Well, we know, what, we know why Hunter Biden hasn't been arrested and all that. We already know why, because his dad's the president. That's why. <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, we, we know why. Uh, okay, you're right. Um, I actually saw I actually saw a funny a funny joke on, on Twitter earlier. They said uh, that Elon Elon Musk was it was in negotiations uh, to uh, to buy uh, the FBI, but uh, 
and you still wait to hear back from the Clintons. <laughs> so, oh, jeez. I did. I, I did hear that. And I, you know, look, I, I love, I love all kinds of humor. You got to laugh. You got to laugh at some of this stuff. But, you know, even if, even if Donald Trump is arrested, let's let's just say he's arrested. That would make a lot of people happy, I'm sure. But do you think they would stop there? No. Oh. Then they would. Then they would. Then they would start going after the kids. <laughs> I mean, you know, it would. Yeah. It would never end. The the far left has an obsession with Donald Trump that can't get out of their own way. They can't get any productive policies passed because they're obsessed with Donald Trump. The entire Biden presidency has been based on Donald Trump. You can't name me a single accomplishment that Biden has done or that his administration has done without them trying to invoke the evil spirit of Donald Trump to get you on their side. (laughs) You're right. I I can't. I I tell you. And that's the thing. If you want to be, if you want to be a productive administration, and if you want to be a productive president, and if you want to be somebody that's going to be remembered in history, then by God, shake off the shackles of the last president. Do your own damn thing. Stand up for your own policies. Don't back down. Don't be afraid. And stop talking about the last guy. But we know, you know, we know Biden is just a shell. Coma Joe. Exactly. That's why I said whoever. That's why I said that's why I qualified it with the administration. Because, I mean, obviously there's people in the administration that know that Biden is really not fit for office. But that's a whole other subject for a whole other day. I mean, uh, we, we could get into all that, too. But, you know, if you're a Democrat, I don't know how you can go around and be proud of this administration's accomplishments when all it's predicated on is going after Donald Trump. Because You know why? Because they think, well, it's better than the alternative. The alternative is Trump. The lesser of two evils. Well, and, and here's the thing. I was not convinced. I was not convinced that he was going to run in 2024. Uh, He's going to run now. To, well, as I said, I wasn't convinced that he was going to because I think DeSantis is very strong in Florida. I just think, I think you know, Trump likes to be in the limelight, of course. He likes to get out there and talk. So he kept that kind of open. Well, I might run for 2024, you know, I may be back, blah, blah, blah. I, I wasn't convinced that he was going to. Now what this does, it almost virtually guarantees him to run. It almost virtually guarantees him to win. It's definitely going to uh, propel the Republicans to win in November in the midterms. And they're going to take over the House. Really? You can, you, you can guarantee, you can, I can, you can guarantee that right now. I can go on record right now. And if I'm wrong... And I'll come, we'll come back in November, and if I'm wrong, I'll eat crow about it, and I'll and I'll ask for forgiveness for anybody that disagrees with me. But I'm telling you, what happened Monday energized the Republicans who can't wait to vote already. I mean, they're already they already were energized to vote. <laughs> and now what you did is that you you fed into every fear and 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 everything that they distrust about the government. You just did. <laughs> You see, you raided the home of a former president. So this is who committed no crime. This is my <laughs> question. The question is: Did Trump know this? Did Trump fake some? Maybe he he leaked some info about a safe he had, and he was going to move some stuff. He did this to cause all this, so he could announce his campaign for the 2024 election. And you know what? If he did, if he did, then it political genius. I mean, I mean, it feeds, it feeds into every thing the Republicans are weary about the government. It feeds into all, all the hate they feel that this administration has for them. If he's into just a no, we're coming for your guns. We're coming for your guns. We're coming for your guns. 
it feeds into all that. So when they see the FBI has no shame and the Justice Department has no shame and will raid a former president's home who has not committed a crime. Let's let's make that very clear. He has not committed a crime. Then that seals it. I mean, they I'll tell you, if they could vote today for November, they'd be voting today. They'd be voting right now. So I'm not again, I'm not here defending Donald Trump. I'm here calling it like I see it. And if the Democrats are going to be that stupid, then they deserve to lose. Then that that is as as basic as I can as I can bring it down to. They the, the Biden and the Democrats had a little bit of momentum after the after the terrorist kill and uh, you know gas prices going down a little bit. This and that they had a few things they could talk about, but now you overplayed your hand and you do this, which there was no reason to. All it does is keep Donald Trump in the news. In the limelight, it stirs up his supporters, stirs up his base, and now you got a whole new shitstorm that you have to face. Democrats have to face now. They already—they're already reading this decision now. You can see but, it on their face. You saw it on Merrick Garland's face. I know when he made that very bland and very plain statement about you know that he signed off on it. Well, of course he signed off on it. He's the Attorney General of the United States. You know, I mean, of course he signed off on it. What would you say, I mean, though, to, uh, <clears throat> how about if they actually want him to run the administration? I don't think, I don't think. And they're pushing him into it. I don't, I don't think Biden, Harris, or, or any, or any Democrat who even is thinking about running has balls big enough to challenge him, to call him out like that. Well, no, but the party as a whole, because they know they can, they know he's controversial, or controversial, and as we'll talk about later, about this, um, the Build Back Better bill, about um, all the new, um, uh, you know, the 87,000 IRS agents and everything. I mean... You oh, know, don't get me started. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, we'll talk about that later. But maybe, how about they're baiting him so they can get the supporters going. Hopefully, maybe they get mad enough to do something. Maybe another, you know... Well, again, that if that is their only card to play... If they feel the only way they can win is to bank Donald Trump and his supporters, that is a very uh, flawed strategy. You win if you believe your ideas are better than the other person's. If you believe your policies are better than the other party's policies, then you promote your policies. You run I, on your policies. I, know, you do your, I understand you don't, Okay. Well... But you got to understand, now we're here, listen, listen, Mark, I believe, but we're, we're at a point in history where you have 49% this way, no matter what, 49% will back a Democrat, okay, 49% will back a Republican, that's just how it is, there's hardly any voters to... I mean, I mean, no matter what happens, I mean, look at the pre- look at Biden, look at him. He still he shouldn't even he shouldn't even have a favorability rating of thirty percent. I agree. I, I'm stunned it's even that high. I'll be honest with you. But, but it's because I, I it's a lesser I, of two evils, and that's the problem. Are, I, I think I think your numbers are a little inflated. I don't think it's forty nine forty nine. I think the country is divided. Uh, I think there's a higher population of independents uh, than than what is polled or whatever you know or what is what you know, uh, and a majority of independents uh, they tend to have they tend to be more in favor of compromises they tend to be more in favor of 
uh, you know, a a stronger president or somebody perceived to be strong. Um, and again, if if Biden is serious about running again, which he says he's going to run again, at this point he says he's running again. I'm not convinced that's going to happen either, but oh, yeah. he says he is. So if he's if he's bound and determined to run again, then they need to be developing speeches, policies, and around promoting Biden, not about Donald Trump. He lives in their head. But because because that excites their base to not to vote, you know, to it, it's it's a glass half full instead of you know um, half empty. It's okay. Biden sucks, but you could have Trump. I mean, that's what they're trying to say. Oh, I, know. I realize. Yeah, I realize that's their. That's why. I realize that's their campaign. Slogan. That's why I believe I their campaign slogan they want Trump. Trump. They want Trump to run again. Of course they do. Well, again, then I think. I think if they if if that's what they're if that's what they're wanting, and if, if that's what they get, you know, it's it's like the old saying goes: "Be careful what you wish for, because you just might get it." You know, Trump is prone to make mistakes. He will say things off the wall and controversial, get in trouble, but that doesn't seem to bother many people. You know, well, it doesn't bother I mean, the supporters. You know, independents. You know, they're, they're there, there's things that he has said over the years that that made me cringe, and you know. But you know, I'd rather somebody be plain spoken and be and just say something directly than to beat around the bush and, and you know dance around. You know, I mean, did he go in and basically do what he said he was going to do when he went? Yes. In? Yeah. And I. That's why I. You know, I. That's why I voted for him in 2020. That's why I, as a libertarian, voted for him. Voted for you know Republican. That I never, I've never voted for a Republican before, and I voted for him because he basically, he, I mean, in my mind personally, he acted more libertarian than he ever did a conservative. I mean, a, a Republican, anyways. But you know, he was America first. Well, this, you know, but he, uh, you know, I, I, I would say he's the first. He's the first politician. Oh, well, he's not really a politician. Let me take that back. He's a populist. He's a, he's a first person. Populist. He's a he's a first person in the last I would say twenty to thirty years who blurred the lines of political parties. You know what I mean? It's like sometimes he talked like a Democrat, sometimes he talked like a Republican, sometimes he talked like a Libertarian. You really couldn't uh, you really couldn't pigeonhole him. And the facts to back that up are. There are Republicans still out there that are never Trumpers that will say they will never yeah. let Donald Trump yeah. take over the party. Yeah. They will never vote for Donald yeah. Trump. So you have that establishment, you have that wing of the Republican Party that says that's, you know, they will never support Donald Trump. And then you have some Democrats, blue-collar Democrats, that love Donald Trump because they hate the very far-left wing of their own party that gets out of control and wants to put a socialist agenda out there. So... Either, like I said, if that's if that's really their strategy to, to bait him in, or or part of his strategy was to bait the FBI to do this raid and all that, uh, then it's a political it's political genius. Oh, I, you know? I, I I I uh I I hear you there. I mean, I I totally agree with you there. I totally agree. I mean, it, it's a perfect way of you know building this big thing. I mean, you could tell did he look? I mean. I mean, I just looked at the interview right after he learned that they 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 went to his house. He didn't seem mad at all. He, he almost seemed, I, I, you know, and of course, I'm down the and rabbit that, hole. I'm a conspiracy guy. So he seemed like, yeah, he was all cool with it. Like he knew, like he, like he, like he screwed him. Like he knew there was nothing there. Again, that, that me... <laughs> shows the the genius of or you know or maybe the mad scientist like maybe the mad scientist is a better a narcissist better narcissist of, of, of Donald Trump. right he doesn't care yeah and let, let let's just let, let's just face facts here 
let's face let's, let's get right down to the nitty gritty of this. Okay. I'm a, I'm gonna lay this out in very stark terms. The Democrats would crawl on their hands and knees through hell to have a candidate and a person like Donald Trump yes. as their standard bearer. Yes. And I'm going to tell you why. Because during the Clinton years, the Republicans would have crawled on their hands yes. and knees through hell yes. to have a candidate yes. like Bill Clinton. Yes. <laughs> so all this, all this does, all this does is when they keep when they keep going after him, when they keep attacking him, they get, all it does is strengthen him. It strengthens his supporters. It strengthens him. It strengthens the, it strengthens their resolve. It gives more credibility to the fact that the intelligence community needs to be dismantled and like John, like JFK said, uh, splintered and right. uh, thrown You're into right. the wind. You're absolutely right. To the wind. So that's all this does. If the Democrats and Biden keep going down this road, that's all it does to defeat Donald Trump. You have to run on ideas. You have to gather on your policies. You have to say, this is why this is better. The Democrats have to be the ones that reach across the aisle and, and try to work with Republicans. You have to show that if you want to win and if you want to lead. You can go out, I could go out here and ask a thousand people you know, if if there was a war tomorrow and Joe Biden was leading the troops or Donald Trump was leading the troops, who are you going to get behind? And you had to pick one. Well, first of all, I want to stop you here. I'd be afraid that uh, Joe would fall on the button. Well, exactly. So, so the answer would overwhelmingly be, you know, well, we're going to follow Donald Trump even though we don't like him that much. But we go back to, hey, we go back to the lesser of two evils. Is Joe Biden really the lesser of two evils? No, but, but to a, yeah, but, but, um, to a, to a Democrat, he is. To a Republican, he's not. To a Republican, it will be whoever is the nominee. Lesser of two evils. Because we've gotten to that point. There. Get any any I believe I seriously believe whatever candidate they put against Biden in two twenty four, Republicans will back because there's less of two evils. I mean you could put I mean I hate to say this, but this is where I'm at after watching all this crap. You could put Donald Duck in there against Biden, which you know, normally Donald Duck probably would be more coherent than, than Biden anyways, but maybe you couldn't understand him as much, but uh, maybe you couldn't understand him a little more. But anyways, I really think we're at that point. It's a lesser two evils, and that's wrong, in my opinion. That's wrong. It shouldn't be the lesser two evils. Right. It should be... Um. Look, you know, in this I'm not, I'm, la- not, I'm not saying you're, you know, in this I'm last hour, I mean, in this final hour, we are in this country, how everything's bad, the economy, and you know, it, it's, it's scary out there. We don't need the lesser two evils. We need, we need a leader. We need a leader. But, we, you know, I mean, I don't know. You know, I, I wish, I wish there was, I wish there was somebody in the Democratic Party that would stand up and break away from this whole Donald Trump bashing thing, and actually come out and promote their own ideas, their own policies, and stand on their own two legs. That is what the country needs. You know, if you want to have a real alternative, and because I, you, I mean, you can already see it. If it ends up being a Biden. And Trump rematch. It's not going to be about the future or policies. Let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this. How about it's not a Biden-Trump rematch? How about it's a Trump 
and someone else re, uh, rematch. Again, name me name, name Democrat that, that uh, you, has you you already that. know what I'm gonna say. Hillary Clinton. Hillary's not gonna run. No. No. Okay. And even if even even if she did. It would be a bigger circus than even Trump versus Biden again. And I think that I think the Democrats know they would stand no chance of winning if Hillary was the nominee. Okay. Well, I don't know. It's been a long time. You know what I mean? I'm sorry about that, folks. I think the IRS is uh, uh, looking in on us, and uh, I don't know. Hopefully, I won't get a tax record bill. We had a little glitch there. We're back. We were talking about, we were ending the conversation about the uh, FBI siege, and... uh, uh, I believe you were talking about Hillary Clinton, uh, Hatfield. Well, I, yeah, I mean, just to, just to sum it up, I I don't I, I think it would be a bigger problem for the Democrats if she ran than if Biden ran again. Yeah, you you, uh, you could be right. I don't know. She's been quiet though. She's been very quiet. Um, but she has she she has more issues and more than than Trump. There's no way that she could get up there on stage in a debate and criticize him about mishandling documents when she erased 30,000 emails and scrubbed us and had a private server yeah, <laughs> yeah. after she left off. You know what I mean? So she can't make that argument. So, I mean, if that's what the Democrats are going to run on, then she's not the right messenger to do that. So, you know, well, I've heard, I've heard rumblings I've I've saw things where they talk about maybe the governor of California might might jump in. That would be disastrous too. But you know, <laughs> you know I I don't really think he's uh he's ready. But anyway, that's a discussion for another day if we talk about a twenty twenty four yeah. race. But I I will I will I will I will put a neat little bow on. Okay, this put a neat saying, little bow. Let's hear it. I'm gonna put a neat little bow on this by saying that. I'll, I'll reiterate that I think the Democrats overplayed their hand. I think this raid was done out of out of pure uh, to, to try to embarrass a political opponent. Uh, I think it I, I think it, it failed miserably. Uh, I think they're going to lose the midterms because of it. Uh, they quite possibly will lose twenty twenty four because mm, of it. Yeah, so that that will be how I will end this little segment about the race. Okay, I will say this. I do believe that uh, Donald Trump slicked him. He, he, uh, I believe that he knew that he, he brought the feelers out there. He, he leaked or maybe there was a secret service man or whatever, but he leaked about that safe, but the safe being moved or whatever. And he's done this so now he feels like I gotta run now. I gotta run, and now you got all these Republicans. They're all pissed off, and they're all ready to vote. And they're mad. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, this is Donald Trump all the way. Now you know. I believe, uh, I, like I said previously, I believe that the, I believe that the Republicans. Uh, I mean, the Democrats actually want him to run. So I mean that's that's my, my my opinion. But anyways, at any rate, putting a bow tie on my, I, I believe that he set this up and he outslicked them, which m- maybe they wanted or they didn't want. I, I'm not sure, but they don't seem to have too much. But this debate is for another day. We got to move on. We've taken a lot of time on this subject. Um. Let's talk about the Build Back Better bill that was uh, passed over last weekend. 
Um, you know, we're now, you know, what's so funny is, uh, you know, none of these Congress people seem to know what's in the bill till after it's passed, which I find, I mean, that's kind of scary, but, um, that's, that's the Washington way. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it, it, apparently there's going to be 87,000 new IRS agents. Okay. And, uh, armed. Yes, heavily armed. Be be used to use deadly force. So remember, Johnny, if you're on your paper route, be careful. Make sure you have receipts for everybody you've given money to. Or they're going to raid that piggy bank of yours. So what do you think of all this? Uh, Well... I think as we uh, discussed a little bit before we before we come on air, uh, you know they they call it the build the build back better inflation bill, uh, and then they went on TV the next day and said that it was zero inflation. So that means you know, it worked. <laughs> it worked within twenty four hours. You wouldn't have to have a bill if there was no inflation. So I, I mean, I, I don't really understand. You know. The lingo, but the the main thing that everybody's jumping on in the bill are, of course, the uh, eighty-seven thousand IRS agents and uh, the tax brackets, where uh, the percentage of who's going to pay the most and 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 all that is what people look at. So let's talk about the IRS agents first. Um, what do you think would be the need for eighty-seven thousand new IRS agents? Why would we need that? I tell you why. Because they're gonna go after Joe Average. They're gonna get go after you. They're gonna watch everything you do. It's about the little guy getting beat up. Because if I'm right, and we're going into a, if we're having a whole new form of government coming. That's the start. You no, know, I, 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 I agree. Uh, I think it takes, I think it takes uh, over eighty billion of our money uh, to hire the IRS agents, which is, who in turn, uh, the IRS agents will come and take more of our money. <laughs> yes, uh, it's to so, keep you in check, uh, so they can snoop around on uh, what we. What we do, like, say, if uh, we send some money to somebody on Venmo, or not Cash only that, or, not only that, or, or, or something I'll, like that. Uh, I'll, 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 re- I'll even go farther than that, Mister Hatfield. This is the beginning, the beginning of the of the digital dollar, which the president signed by executive order back in March. His order is fourteen oh one four oh six seven about the digital dollar. What they're gonna do, if I'm right, what they're gonna do is they're gonna try to go after everybody, which which they want to anyways. They're gonna say it's the little guy's reason why our debt is so high because everybody is trying to not pay taxes, and that's why if we paid our fair share, there'd be no debt. And in you know, the end, I, this is going to be one of the reasons to go to the digital dollar. Not the main reason, but one of them. That's my opinion. I get so sick of hearing that term, paying their fair share. Everybody's got to pay their fair share. You know, we've, we've heard that term, you know, since the beginning of time. Well, we've I told heard, you. you know, about, paying, about paying the fair you share. You know what I think, fair uh, share? Flat tax. So, obviously... They're not going after the wealthy. I mean, you know, for all the talk and bluster the Democrats do about taxing, they are not going after the wealthy. You know, let, let's just let's just get that out of the way. They're they're going after they're, they're going after small business. They're going after entrepreneurs. They're going after everyday people because that's what generates most of the economic uh, windfall. Most of the money that circulates around is is by the everyday people. So. To use this, to use this facade like, well, 
you know, we're going to go after the rich people and blah, blah. You'll see when we get this bill come out. You know, just a quick Google search will will show you like how how it breaks out. And this is like from the Joint Committee on Taxation to the Congressional Budget Office and the IRS. You know, 26.5% people, your taxes are going to go up is in the 75,000 and less bracket. 29.6% your taxes are going to go up is in the 75,000 to $200,000 bracket. And the more money you make, you know, your your percentage goes down. Uh, like 24% is over 200,000 and 19% is over a million. So, and those aren't my numbers and those aren't Democrat, and those aren't Democrat numbers or Republican numbers. Those are the numbers from the Joint Committee on Taxation, the Congressional Budget Office and the IRS. An easy Google search, you can find that out for yourself. So I'm not making these numbers up. So the biggest percentage, more than half, you know, is coming from anybody making under two hundred thousand dollars a year, yeah, is, which it, is the which is the majority of Americans. It, it's about making the middle class poor. It's taking the middle class down. This this is what this new whole thing is about: taking the middle class broke. You're gonna have rich people. You're gonna have poor people. That was the whole thing of COVID. Shutting little businesses down. Meanwhile, you have the big businesses to stay open. It's all about killing the little guy. You know, and it actually kind of reminds, it actually kind of reminds me, and I, I I don't want to make light of the situation, but it reminds me of, of an old country song where one of the lines in the country song is, uh, if the devil danced in empty pockets, he'd have a ball in mind. <laughs> you know? So, I mean... Let's face it. We we know, we know. Whenever any bill comes out, we know the middle class is going to get hit and going to get hit hard. Uh, outside of a middle class tax cut that middle class will get every now and then, where we see a little bit of money, we end up paying that back anyways in higher taxes. And I, I saw I saw a meme the other day. I think it was on Twitter. I'm not sure. I think it was Twitter. I saw it where they talked about the independence from this country. You know, and like you know how we got our independence that we stood up against tyranny and higher taxes from Britain. And here we are, you know, yeah. paying the highest taxes. I know. You know what I mean? I know. So it's, I know. So, so you can't be mad if people are angry and people want to revolt and people are just, you know why, paying, you know why, paying a tax you know why people haven't revolted yet? Why people are handling this because of the endless credit we have. Okay. If you had to pay cash for a car, if you had to pay cash for a TV, if you had to pay cash for this, you had to pay cash for that. Then people would be in the streets. It's the credit. But what happens when the credit goes away? Okay? We can live. Everyone lives beyond their means. And that's what makes them, eh, well, you know, it's okay. We're, we're taking it. So we only have the credit because we are the reserve currency of the world. When that goes away, and it will, we're going to be in dire straits. Dire straits. And, and this, and I that, believe, this is the beginning of it. They are, they are getting ready to put us into a new system where we're not the reserve currency anymore. That's what I believe is going on here. I believe well, it's not a political, it's more of a financial situation. Well, Tank, I mean, you know, I don't have to tell you, you know, you know, it, it really doesn't matter who's in office and, and, and all, you know, all, it, it usually works out the same way is that the rich man, the rich man is busy dancing while the poor man pays the band. Yes. And, you know, and, that, and that's just. That is that is just a cycle of, of of where we're at, and I couldn't agree with you more. I think you're absolutely correct. Why uh, we're in the state we're in, and if it was a pure cash society, you know, you're right. I mean, you know, things would definitely be a whole lot different, and uh, <laughs> you know, but I getting rid of cash and going to a going to a digital currency, uh, very bad you know, idea. Very, very, very bad idea. You know, 
I don't I don't like it, but I'm sure but very, I'm oh, it's very, very, very bad idea. That's the worst thing it's you inevitable. could ever do. It's, it's going to happen, you know, and it, it, it's inevitable and it's going to happen. Uh, maybe, I don't know if it's going to happen in our lifetime. I don't know if it's going to be, might be towards the end of our lifetime, you know, but um, it, it's definitely down the road that, that it's going to happen. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it will happen. I, I really don't. You know, funny thing is, I, I believe that people, it will get so bad at some point that people will demand people will actually ask for a digital currency I think that's what they're planning they're planning on something so terrible that we demand a digital currency maybe all the banks shut down maybe something but where the Federal Reserve has an account in your name and we have a digital currency. They're playing in it. I believe it. And I believe that the majority of Americans will beg for it. That's that's my opinion. But, you know, and I think it's well, coming. It's coming. And I would be, you know, and, and again, you know, it can also still tie into 87,000 new IRS agents. I mean... They're I think that has everything black. to do with it. I think that part of the puzzle. I mean, like I put on Facebook the other day. I mean, I would, I would be more. I'd be in favor of. Can't we just simplify the tax codes? Well, sure, sure. Why, why, why can't we? It would be so I simple. Mean, I mean, you know, I mean, what, what do we need? Eighty-seven, not just IRS agents, armed IRS agents who have been told that who who have already been told you may have to use deadly force. And I want to know where are they finding these people. Where are they finding these 87,000? Well, they're fine. Well, you know, it could be the 87,000 that uh, Texas governor is sending to New York. Could be them. The the migrants. It's just just, that's one of the most ludicrous things I saw coming out of the But you know what? It's going to be the same thing as the, the, um, you know, the people at the airport that, that, uh, you know, that can uh, get off by frisking your wife. At the oh, airport, oh, yeah, the, same, oh, you know, yeah, the, making, you oh, know. Oh, yeah, the TSA. Yeah, the TSA. Yeah, the, the going to be the same TSA. kind of people, you know. Hey, I got a gun. Hey, I can go in and I can, you know, hey, where's your money? You know, we know you got your money buried somewhere. But again, it goes back to it. I know it sounds like I've been just one-sided and hammering on the Democrats and Biden, whatever. But, you know, it again, it shows their, just how out of touch they are with everyday Hardworking Americans. I mean, well, you know what? It's, it's both parties. You know, both parties because, do that. Well, I, I, you know, yeah. I agree. But right now, we have to talk about the party that's in power. Yeah. So that you know, so there is no justification for hiring eighty-seven thousand new IRS agents unless you plan on going after more money. Yes. More tax. Yes. There's no other reason. There's no other reason to do it other than that. Yes. You're right. You're so, absolutely right. There's no other justification for it. You're right. So, I mean, just everybody needs to be ready, I guess. I mean, I, I don't know. I, like I said, you know, I thought about Cash App and Venmo and, and things like that. I'm sure that'll be they'll be coming after that anytime soon. Oh yeah. Um, hey, if you put you know, if you put six hundred dollars in the uh, your bank account, they're, they're going to check you. They're going to watch you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Six hundred dollars. They don't, they don't buy a tank of gas. It, it even ties into why there's a push now to nationalize yes. uh, marijuana. Yes. To legalize marijuana. Well, it's it's a simple reason why they want to do it. They realize they can make money off of it. They can tax it and make yes, money off of it. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, it, it's simple. You know, it's, it's you know, it doesn't take a genius, a genius to figure that out. And believe me, a lot of these things I talk about, I would like to be wrong. I would like to be shown that I'm wrong or incorrect. Well, sure. You have, I don't, but I don't think I am, you know. You have. Uh, I just, again, I, I just look at it. I just look at it and call it like I see it. And that's the, that's the way I see it. Okay. Because in the end, you have kids. I have kids. We want them yeah. to, you know, grow up in a, uh, a uh, you know, free society and not uh, under uh, Chinese communism or any, any type of totalitarianism or, or anything like that. 
Um, we're gonna switch topics now. Um, I think uh, maybe it's a good time to talk about the zingers. We were uh, gonna have we're going, questions. We're heading into the zingers. Yeah, huh? we're gonna you, do the zingers. You wanna? You want me to? You want me to go first, or, or do you wanna? Uh, I'm, I'm, your I'm gonna tell paper? you mine first. It's a uh, softball. We're gonna do softball. We're doing softball right right now because softball it's the first okay. show 2.0, the redo. Well, not the redo, the continuation. Remember, you can go back in the uh, archives and listen to any of our shows. And uh, I would tell you that we told a lot of truth, which you would say too, right? I mean, yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Oh yeah, we we said a lot that was going on. And uh, so it's going to be a little softball right now. So softball. Um, I just want to know, because uh, I've known you all my life, so, and I know how you were, and, you know, will you ever vote for a Democrat again? Um. I would like to think that I, I I could and I would. Like I said, if, if somebody if somebody but came with along, the democratic ideas with it with I can't go along with the with the far left ideology uh, with the more push towards the socialism. I can't go along with that. Uh, I'm a centrist. Uh, you know, even when I even when I even when I was a registered Democrat, I was a centrist. I was more of a moderate. Uh, you know, I, I still believe in you know uh, a more conservative style of economics uh, than most Democrats do. Uh, I'm not I'm not a Democrat any longer. Uh, like I said, I'm a registered independent. I'm, I'm so, but I, I would like to think I still could vote for a Democrat if somebody came along that really. Uh, Bill Clinton-esque? Uh, Bill Clinton-esque? Yeah. You know, if, if there would have to be like a, a governor or, you know, they would have to, again, I like I like people that stand on their own two legs and, and doesn't need a lot of hand-holding. So, yeah, if there was somebody, I, I could see myself voting for a Democrat again. I'm not, I would never, I would never rule it out totally because... Again, I always like to believe I could I would vote I vote for the person. So but uh, at the at the stage we're in now, I don't I don't see a Democrat on the horizon that I could vote for, you know, at least the next three or four terms. I d I don't really I don't really see one unless something pops up out of out of nowhere. But yeah, I, I could do it. I could do it again. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Just wanted to know. Okay, go ahead. Um, and and just like and just like you lob me a softball, I'm gonna lob a softball. At, I'm gonna lob a softball into your world. Okay, thank because you. Because this is this is this is actually right up your alley. Yeah. I'm gonna mention a name. I'm gonna mention a name, and I'm gonna let you just say what you have to say about this person. He's been in the news lately too. So. Oh, I, I already know. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. You don't even so, have to say the name. So I'll tell you. Talk to me. Talk to me about Alex Jones. Alex Jones. Okay, Alex Jones. A lot of people ask me about Alex Jones. I could go on and on. Okay, a lot of what he says is true. A lot of what he's 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 the Rush Limbaugh of the libertarian conspiracy theory movement. Okay. Um. The the problem is. You got you got to run a show and, and it was more monetary. It was more money to him than actual, you know, how you think. So you know when you run a show every day, he runs a show every day. Uh, you, 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 you gotta keep you gotta keep it up. You gotta keep it up. The pressure, the pressure. You gotta keep it up. So when you come up with as the world's conspiracy theory, every day you got to keep pushing it. You push it. You push it. And you get people on there. I tell you, you know, you know, you know, they drink the Kool-Aid. Okay? 
So you get a lot of people that that actually they met you know that they they think they start thinking like what he's talking and you know when he starts saying stuff you got to be careful because you got a lot of people. I mean he had a lot of radio stations that that uh, followed his program. I mean, he made a lot of money. I mean which what he what he was he was a high school graduate and he started this and uh what he started doing was this libertarian conspiracy thing and they tried to turn him into a regular conservative like Rush Limbaugh after Limbaugh started and no he wanted to do this and you got to hand it to him because he was the founder just like Rush Limbaugh did what he did he was the founder of libertarian, whatever, conspiracy theories. What the thing was, was it becomes so big and he's making so much money. And when you go on a show every day, I mean, come on. Ev- thing is, everything's not a conspiracy. I mean, you know, that that's how it is. But when you become, when you go into that world, you have to do that. You have to... Do that five days a week on a on a radio show. So everything's a conspiracy. So some a lot of his bullshit. A, a lot of it is you, you go, you go, you go, and, and you get these people that listen to you, and they they you know they they do bad things. And he you know in this lawsuit about Sandy Hook, I have my own opinions about Sandy Hook. I will keep those opinions to myself. <laughs> but, you probably know. Why, that probably was idea. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, yeah. But anyways, he, you know, day after day after day after day, and people that, that find him on the radio, you know, after a while, you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. And you're like this and that and this. You get them all riled up. And you start talking about certain people and where they're at and this and that. And then, you know, you have people you don't even know harassing these parents or, you know, whatever. You're doing all this kinds of crap because all you're trying to do is make money. You know, he wasn't, I don't believe he was in it for the money at first, but he was making a lot of money. And you got to keep the machine going, okay? That's why if yep. I, I know you're not you're not privy to him, you just privy to him to the news when the news. But you know he sells this, he sells that, he's selling this, he's selling that. You know, he, you know, it, basically he became a uh, snake oil salesman. Take this, it will cure cancer. Take this, it will, you know, because you always got to make more money. You got to keep them coming. You got to keep them coming. And he got in the money game. He got burned. It was going to happen. When you get too big, that's what people do. Look at um, Tesla. Look at uh, what are they doing to him. You get too big, they're going to beat you down. And that's what happened. So these parents, whatever... They caused this lawsuit because they got these fu- they got these strange people harassing them that listen to the Alex Jones show, doing all this okay. stuff. They do they go to the source, so they sue him because they know he's got a lot of money now, you know. So that that's all so, it was. Now I want to ask a quick follow up. It's a, it's a yes or no question. Quick follow up to that. So, do you have his T-shirt and hat, or is that no. the closet, or no? No, because I knew, I knew he was in it for the money. He's he's very smart, though. I believe. Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> but you you answered my question. I like I said, I wanted I wanted the first week. I wanted it to be kind of soft. Uh, well, well, I, this is I it. You probably, you probably no, but I I want to I want to. I'm not I'm not backing down. But I'm just saying it's a. Difference between being smart and being greedy. When you're greedy, sometimes what you think. Well, we had another breakup in the uh, recording. Like I said, we haven't done this for two years, so things are uh, uh, new to us again. 
with the old technology, but, you know, we're older now. We're old men, so what can you do? Okay, we're going to have the final thoughts. And uh, Mark, I know he's he's waiting. He's uh, he's waiting for his final <laughs> thoughts. So uh, go ahead, Mark. Well, first, I just want to say uh, it's good to... It's good to work with you again. Uh, good to chat with you. Uh, always a lively conversation, uh, and always want to encourage people. Again, you know, we still have the we still have our email, the tank and tank and at gmail .com. If anybody wants to send suggestions, comments, questions, anything they want to do, uh, we also do. We're also in the process of updating our Facebook page, uh, so we do have a Tank and Hatfield show Facebook page, uh, and I'll be updating that uh, with current. Uh, listings and uh, information things of that nature uh but my final thought uh goes through directly to what we were talking about today uh there's been a lot of uh people throwing around the word insurrection we've heard that word uh quite a bit uh lately so uh i'm not going to sit here and lecture people about uh what the word means uh, it's, it's a simple uh, dictionary search you can you can see what the word means i just want to leave you with this <sighs> there are more privately owned guns in America than there are than every branch of the military and every law enforcement group combined. So privately owned guns in America. And it's not even close. It's by a wide margin. If there was a true insurrection, the people in the government would be dead and we'd have a new government. <laughs> so don't let you know, the media fool you with these little terms and this and that. Now, this is not saying I agree with January 6th because I didn't. I think it could have been prevented. I think some things should have been done that weren't done. I'm not, you know, that's a subject for another day. But to use the term as a, it was a, it was a true insurrection is false. So don't buy into that story. Don't buy into that hype. And that's my final thought for today. Excellent. Excellently done. My final thought is basically one thing. Uh, lush. Uh, I believe, my opinion, a lot of shit's gonna hit the fan. Um, a lot of sh a lot of stuff's hitting the fan already, people. Uh, well, before that, I want to say, hey, it's great to have you Hatfield back. It's been two years. It's uh, it's been a long time. Been a long time. If you go past in the archives, check the archives. You know, we told a lot of truth. But we're back. We're going to do this. We want to build an audience. So keep keep listening and keep, you know, keep talking. Keep emailing us on how to get the show better. Any questions, please. We got our Facebook page. We got Gmail. Come on. We're trying to get a YouTube uh, email up. I'm having a little trouble with that. but uh, So we're, we're going to try to put the show on YouTube. But, just um, any feedback you can, negative, positive, whatever, it's great. I just want to tell you this. No matter what happens in the next couple years in this country, no matter what happens, no matter what the government does, cannot, it, it is minute, it, it is minute of what Jesus and God does. So remember that. It's all in God's hands, baby. And uh, I will get preachy a little bit here. If you're not a born-again Christian, and I'm not pushing you, read the Bible. And uh, I, I ask you to think and to read, and to become a Christian if you're not. Jesus is the way, and I know that because I'm all my life, and, and if it wasn't for Jesus Christ, and uh, Mark's dad had a lot, lot to do with that uh, when I was very confused back in the day. But uh, he's, he's blessed me, and in the end, God will have the final word, no matter what happens on this earth. 
no matter what happens. When Jesus, the day Jesus was crucified, he told Pontius Pilate, you only have, you only have the authority to crucify me because my father gave it to you. So just remember that. And that's all I got. Very well said, Frank. Okay, well, hey, we're going to see you. This is Free For All Friday or whatever you want to call it. Podcast Friday. Fruit Cocktail Friday. Um, we'll see you next. Drink beer Friday. Yeah, we'll see you next Friday. We'll see what uh, more crazy things happen. I, you know, it's uh, we'll see. It's very interesting times. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. But uh, signing off from from Mark Hatfield. I'm Frank the Tank Layman. Goodbye. <laughs>